Let's bring in our panel. Jim Keller is with us, Director of Research and Senior Technology Analyst at Argus Research, and Kim Forrest, Founder, Chief Investment Officer at Boca Capital Partners. Thank you both for being with us. Jim, I'll start with you as we have talked so much about the supply chain constraints. Where do we stand now when it comes to the group and what your thoughts are in that hurdle? Hello, Nicole. Um, Supply chain crisis remains in place. We're probably not in as dire a situation as we were before. Uh, the positive takeaway for the semiconductor industry would be that all of the hardware companies in our coverage, whether at Siena, Cisco, HP, Inc., uh, or Dell, they have massive backlogs of business now, and they're going to be you know, filling out those backlogs for, you know, the next four to six quarters, and that will keep semiconductor demand strong as they build these uh, devices that are unable to build as that backlog's built. But we do see uh, hmm. that the situation has improved somewhat. All right, and so Kim, what are, you, what are you thinking? I see some names here on your list too, Kim. Tell me a little bit about some of the trends that you like and what you're seeing. Sure. So I have my entire career been a fan of productive technology. And what does that mean? Well, it's really business-oriented tech that companies deploy and they can say, oh, I've put this technology in and it has a return for my business and it makes my people more productive. So it's an easy sell, theoretically. So as I look out, I see companies that can't hire enough people they are going to have to be forced to turn to technology. And I think this is one of the many drivers, maybe the latest driver, that makes me overly optimistic on semis in particular, but technology in general. Yeah, and Kim, just to follow up, um, I know you had Micron, for example, on your right. list as, a, as a one of the good ones. So you said when, when things are running hot, you don't you know, hesitate to take some profits. And then when there is a slowdown, you'll add, where are we now and what, are you, what is your plan here? Well, I think that there's still better days ahead for Micron. And a lot of it has to do with capacity. Um, NAND is something that I follow because, again, it's deployed in productive technology. We're creating more and more data. It has to live somewhere. So I love NAND as the new storage device rather than spinning disks. And I still think even maybe beyond the four to six quarters that Jim mentioned that, you know, that I think that we have a clear runway of demand and supply tightening up for the next little while. So I am still a bull on Micron. Mm, okay, and then uh, Jim, let's talk about some of the names that you liked. I saw you talked about the lack of um, getting the approval for mergers, for example, from China. You, you had that as a theme. Are there other themes that you're watching and what names might be winners for you? Well, that's good that you mentioned that, Nicole, because we've seen a little bit of a thawing in the situation there with China. So, uh, for example, one of our favorite names is AMD, which just completed the acquisition of Xilinx. So Xilinx, uh, it, it was an all-stock deal, so it does represent some dilution for AMD, but Xilinx has higher margins uh, and also a lower uh, tax rate. And because there's no uh, debt associated with the deal, there's not going to be a significant step up in AMD's um, debt service or interest costs. So we see AMD as a real 
strong story here, growing its revenue to over 25 billion this year from about 16 billion last year and less than 10 billion in 2020. And we've raised our estimates despite the share dilution. And just to talk about the China situation, um, yes, China did block multiple acquisitions such as Broadcom acquiring Qualcomm or uh, Applied Materials apply, acquiring Kokosai. But lately, um, there's been some thawing. Uh, the uh, Maxim integrated deal was approved for analog devices and the Xilinx deal I mentioned. And what we're seeing is right. uh, China is responding to the fact that U.S. is kind of threatening to deny access to some key technologies, grow its own semiconductor business. And I think that's led to a thawing in the situation, plus the change in administration. So uh, better, better signs on the regulatory front there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And as we talk about, obviously, Internet of Things and AI and autonomous and 5G, Kim, um, it, it, what would you say to folks who are not invested in this group? I mean, what are they missing out on that they must do? Well, I think they're missing out on the future, right? Um, it's really obvious that even the dumber appliances that we have in our homes are becoming smart. Um, not, and then there's all the more chips that are needed. A lot, um, if you're talking about AI and autonomous driving, believe it or not, a lot of those are gonna be on the server side as well. So you have just a world that is going to demand more and more information being put in and then calculating information. And what delivers that? Well, it's chips, simple. Right. And as we see all these names, Western Dig, Micron, Lam Research, um, Jim, your thoughts as we're wrapping it up here. Sure, and uh, to, to amplify Kim's comments on those, you know, kind of secular demand drivers, there's also cyclical drivers, recovery uh, from the pandemic. People are going back to offices, discovering that their equipment is out of date. They're making more robust, you know, home offices, you know, for the long haul. And then there's the demographic Thing, the, the rise of the global middle class, you know, billions and billions of people joining the middle class and, and wanting devices that, to Kim's point, have more and more content per device. And then all the secular drivers she mentioned, like, you know, AI and robotics and IoT and you name it. So lots of long term positives in this industry. Right. And just a quick thought on, on memory and how important memory really is, Kim. That was something that you focused on. I know um, even when we buy our Apple products at home, the kids are always asking for more memory. What a, what a yep. big part of this that is, right? Quick it point. is. And it seems it's a seemingly dull part of the technology equation, right? But once you're doing stuff and creating content and taking pictures, pictures are big, right? And videos, ugh. It, it all has to go somewhere. So it's storage. Right. Thank you both very, very much. Jim Callagher of Argus Research and Kim Forrest of Boca Capital Partners. Thank you. Wonderful to see you both. A great conversation. We appreciate it.